coming up this week on It's Another VO Podcast. It's UK voiceover Chris Woodworth. Voice actor? Preposterous. Rubbish entirely. There's no talent in that. Apparently, you don't know this guy. I find your opinions shallow and pedantic. And it's not respectable either. He's huge on TikTok and Instagram. Go check him out. Chris Woodworth VO. You know what? You should listen to It's Another VO podcast. Who just sits in a room babbling to themselves all day? What poppycock? Believe it or not, it's another VO podcast with three guys who are full-time voice actors at different stages of life, career, and location. But they have formed a bond and work together to hold each other accountable and help each other on their VO path. Three guys from different backgrounds working together, helping each other, and sharing with you along the way. Hey, what are we calling it again? It's It's another another VO VO podcast. podcast. Okay, okay, guys. Sorry. I get it. Come on. You're not my dad's. Hey, what's going on? It is another VO podcast. Uh, You're here with me, Jake Sanders, Troy Holden, and Alden Schoenberg. And guys, today is another very special episode because we have our second guest. And I am super excited about this guy. I I got to meet him earlier this year. And... um, you know, one of the things we talk about in voiceover is that everyone in the community seems to be really kind and, and really willing to help and talk to you. And Chris is exactly that. I got Chris Word with uh, Woodworth here today. Sorry if I mispronounced that. He is based in Wigan, uh, uh, Great Britain, or, or I guess the United Kingdom. Sorry, I'm American. I'm not sure how exactly you would put that. Um, uh, I know he is an animator and he has uh, also a voice actor as of the last couple of years. Um, he's got a voice acting workshop out there. And guys, if you have not heard this name, go check him out on Instagram because he has videos out all the time where he either does something himself or he partners with two or three other people as well. And they do scenes from some of your favorite uh, animated movies or shows or even video games. He's got 15.9K followers on TikTok and over 3,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to turn it over to him. But welcome to Chris Woodworth. Chris, how you doing, man? I am doing great. Thank you. Yeah, good to be here and nice to meet you guys as yeah. well because i know I've, uh this is the first time meeting uh aiden and troy so uh, Alden, jake yep. yeah yeah um uh we yeah i know we've had a, a good chat before i think i reached out to you since i came across you online and um yeah i liked what you were doing yeah yeah that's right i think maybe my our friend danielle harris might have pointed you in my direction i believe she told me she had reached out to you about that so i think maybe that's how we met but yes you reached out to me on instagram and, and you and i had a like a good long hour long zoom chat and it was it was awesome and ever since then i've been a fan man I, i've been checking out your tiktoks and your instagram and just you do really good stuff man and, and you're a positive force out there in the vo world which is always needed and, and appreciated and um we're just glad to have you. So, Chris, tell us, man, like, how did you decide to get into voiceover and how did you decide to start making these videos on Instagram? I know that's kind of a cool story. Yeah, getting into voiceover. Oh, geez. You know what? I, I, I do remember, like, one of the first times I got um, asked this question, like, in a big interview, I gave the longest um really slow answer ever and i think it's because i was getting over covid at the time but now i'll just say that quite um quite a lot of um uh people were uh, starting to get into voiceover around um uh, the time of uh, lockdown when covid became a thing and right. um i was uh i was already working as an animator full-time um That's but so now cool. i was working from home i mean um 
it's crazy to think I was actually animating um, uh, cutscenes, like cinematics uh, mm-hmm. for Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, but from my own living room. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, if only like my other neighbors actually knew this, you know. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, but um, but at the same time, I was always the guy who um, uh, grew up doing voices and things like that. Eventually, it was just one of those itches I just needed to scratch. I was thinking, you know, with you know, I was doing different things during lockdown. Anyway, I ended up taking a couple of acting courses online because oh, uh, I wanted that to help me get into it again because i had bits of acting experience i had done little tiny bits of voice acting you know like student work and things like that in the past um but yeah i wanted to see if it was possible to do this part-time and yeah the acting courses really set me up you know in a great way because after i did a beginners and an improvers acting course i discovered the uh, social networking app Clubhouse, which Mm. um, Mm -hmm. enabled me to, um, in real time, network. I came across so many voice actors on there. Um, It was around the time when people didn't really have that much else that they could do. They were stuck indoors, you know. So, um, yeah. And so uh, somehow I even got talking to uh, a voice actor who worked on the Sesame Street. Oh, really? uh, doing the voice of um, uh, Smarty, uh, who's Elmo's best friend. And I I believe her name was uh, Deborah Grousman, anyway. And um, yeah, uh, just it, it was um, it was just so cool getting to talk to her and even getting to do my Elmo for her because people pushed me to, you got to do it now, <laughs> you know. So and, and it was amazing that she approved. She thought it was actually. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, uh, from there, just networking, I ended up uh, somehow in a voice over contest, a voice acting contest, which was like international on Clubhouse, yeah. uh, the first international one and ended up a finalist. And I didn't even have a studio or anything, but that's where things took off. Um, yeah yeah because my friend uh ellie rods won uh because she killed it in every category um everyone in the finals we were close friends anyway as well um and i ended up uh, getting some um mentoring some training uh, from there uh then i started being proactive i mean had my own uh pillow and blanket fort (laughs) you know as you do when you start off and that was doing the trick and yeah, um, and taking uh, uh, a couple of courses under uh, voice masters as well. Um, yeah, uh, which they they do fantastic courses and um, uh, run by yeah, three incredible um, women who are actively working in the industry in different ways. Um, and they actually got me to teach a course under them as well because I was getting very active online as you mentioned as well um yeah with the uh social media videos and um, the type of uh, collaborations i do where it's running simultaneously with like a scene from an animated movie but then you see myself and the other voice actor i'm working with you know just um just bringing that scene to life um uh we're we're kind of doing in a way our own interpretation it's not always a voice match you know we're we're doing it to kind of keep our passion going in between all the auditions that we do because right. obviously that's a life of voice actors sending out so many auditions and um and not really guessing anything 
back that well not as much mm-hmm. you know as well yeah. you know, but we just keep going and we forget about the audition we just keep going you know like that and um so this keeps us nimble and keeps us really active and uh but the idea of uh, the voice acting collaboration actually came from my fiance you know where it's uh yeah I, I will always say that um as you should she, yeah oh yeah yeah well because she she came up with the idea of the split screen she said i yeah. love it when you do uh, like your impressions because she she got to know when we first got uh even before we got together that i had a thing for doing impressions and mm-hmm. uh said yeah you should show a view of your tv screen and and then just the other side is just you looking at the tv screen describing it and doing all the voices from shrek or something like that oh know? man yeah so that's how it started but then i found a way of doing it with other people and but with our equipment and oh you know, yeah royalty-free music and you know uh, and just making it clear that we're, we're not claiming that we worked on this movie and, right and, uh you know, this is for uh, practice and also uh, uh, marketing, and uh, and also you're you you kind of giving uh, your fellow voice artists uh, exposure, yeah, as well, you right, know? yeah, right, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's a great thing, and and it's super entertaining. There, you have some great stuff on there. In fact, you just posted one today with three other uh, voice actors. Uh, they did a scene from Madagascar. I just got done watching it before we hopped on here. It's really fun, and and. If you guys haven't seen that, then after we get off this podcast, I highly recommend you go watch it. It's great. But he's got tons on there. So there's tons to sift through and watch and, and be entertained by. I've seen him do video game stuff. I've seen him do, like he says, like, you know, some of our favorite Pixar movies. Like he's just or Disney movies as well. I mean, and he not only does he do voice acting stuff, he'll do some singing stuff on there, too. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you just got to check. He's multi-talented, guys. So uh, cool. The entertainment <laughs> very, is endless. Very. Unless you watch all of his videos, then you just rewatch them again. I mean, like, but, you yeah. know, just get out there. Um, I'm pretty I mean, sure I saw him with Vanessa Garcia. Yes. Yes. She, she is fantastic. Van- she really is. I got to meet her in Atlanta uh, mm-hmm. back in March at VO Atlanta. Uh, just wonderful, wonderful person and really just a good hearted soul she, and, and very talented. Mm, she has so much passion for this. You know, mm-hmm. she, this is somebody that has found their calling you know you can tell yeah mm-hmm. um because uh I, I don't know how it was that we got uh uh talking um i i think maybe it's because we had um uh, taken the same course of voice masters even though it wasn't at the same time but um um i i, I do uh know one or two people who do kind of feel like that you know uh, vanessa's one of those people you you kind of feel like you just want to know and just kind of take under um uh, your wing, you know, kind of like a kind of like a little sister, you know, or something. She's kind mm-hmm. of got that feeling, mm-hmm. right? You know, very right. very right. positive, you know, when you want to support each other and everything. Um, so the collaboration we did uh, was from Disney's Hercules, and um, and when I chose this particular scene because I thought she would have so much fun as Meg, and she did say, that, yeah, she, yeah, I'd love to do that. I realized why I'd let myself in for because it's like, oh, geez, why did I choose this scene with Hades? <laughs> if you remember what James Woods yes, did with this, yes. right. And, right. And, some, and some of the improv that he actually did with this, it was the first one that I had to kind of cut it up into segments, you know, because he, he says so much, a certain rhythm. And um, yeah, so, so basically it, it was uh, trying to, in a way, like match his energy and, you know, and everything. And, uh, and it almost get like a little bit of like a New York thing you know, kind of going on, even though I'm British and 
Yeah, because uh, I do like a Midwestern, like uh, American accent, but, where, but this is like New York, and he has like quite a unique way of talking. Yeah, you know, and very does. much James Woods. Yeah, but she did great, and it was so much fun working with her. Mm. And on yeah. top of all that, you should see his process. Um, I mean, when he when he and I met, like he kind of showed me. I mean, he didn't, he didn't break it all down, which but I mean, he, but he kind of showed me how he goes about collaborating with someone and how he'll do the scene and then he'll write out the 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 dialogue for the the person with the um with the video that they're going over and then he kind of showed me how he put it all together and through that I was kind of able to mess around with a couple of things and I tried it once or twice. It's it's a fun process and it's really cool how he figured it out. Uh, and and how to put that all together. Um, he's just very innovative with how he put all this together, and and it's just fun to watch him do it. I saw you do do it even with uh, uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I was like very impressed. You know, it's oh, like, I'm sure I commented on it. You, you know, did. I remember I mean, that, and that yeah. was a high praise coming from you because obviously mm. you have the natural accent, and I'm sitting here trying to you know feign it as an American. So, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, because it wasn't even like a, like just the, the the accent. I think it's just the fact that you know you you got to a point where you were in it. You yeah. weren't like overplaying it or anything because that's so easy for us to do you oh, know, sure. with, uh, with characters uh, because um, yes it, it wasn't animated you know it was it was live action mm-hmm. but it you know you, you had a way of just kind of keeping it grounded you know oh well, thank and, you I was yeah, very and, uh, to so it was it was believable you know as well so it was thank good you. Mm, so yeah um, so that's that's even what um, I constantly like strive for there are times where I hit it and there, there are times it takes me a little longer to get there so I just love seeing it yeah yeah mm-hmm. well Very thank cool. you for that did you guys have any questions for Chris I mean what what do, what do you got like anything strike your curiosity well, well yeah. I'm, I'm a little curious I know that Chris you talked a little bit about getting into VO at first who were some of your mentors and coaches that helped you step up because one thing we've talked about on this podcast is you have to have those coaches and mentors that help you get from one point to the next point. So who maybe some shout outs there for your mentors and coaches. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, so the first one, the first ever uh, coach I think I had was uh, Marcellus Chapard. He's also known as uh, the man with the voice. <laughs> um, he's made so much uh, money off his voice. I mean, um, uh, he actually was one of the judges in the contest that uh, that, oh, I, yeah. that I mentioned, yeah, as oh, well. Yeah. And uh, so, on, yeah, even on Clubhouse or whatever, because he's on also uh, social media. When you go to his videos and you listen to his voice, you know, it's not just women; it's just guys just kind of go, "Oh, who's that?" It's like, dang, <laughs> you know, that voice, you know, like that. Um, mm-hmm. Because um, uh, there, there was a time that uh, that I actually started uh, impersonating him. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> you know, kind of like that. Up. He's kind of got that low, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very white kind of voice. That you was know? Cool. Um, yeah, very cool. And um so he he kind of took me through certain uh, uh different types of voiceover reads and um yeah, established, yeah, your niche is animation, you would be good at possibly children's books, uh, you know, or something as well, and things like that. But uh, yeah, but there's um him, there's um uh, at Voice Masters, um, I have been taught by uh, Paul at uh, Lifton. Um, uh, yeah, just, I mean, the, uh, these three, by the way, um, I'm mentioning they are like casting directors, voice artists, and yeah, um, as well. And 
yes, uh, Emmy Award winning sound designer as well. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's Paulette Lifton. There is a uh, uh, Mimi uh, Maynard, who um, is actively directing quite a few dubs and things that are on Netflix and Disney Plus as well. There's oh, wow. um, Ashley Bornanson as well, who, um, yeah, she is, um, uh, yeah, she, I think she's like a reporter, like a yeah broadcaster at the moment as well, and um, yeah, on TV. Um, but she uh, she has done so much uh, voice acting, and she is still actively teaching as well, and um, uh, has been cast a lot to do uh, children because she really taps into the mindset of them. She's great like that. So um, yeah, um, collectively, I mean, they've they've taught me like under like two courses. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so big shout out to them. And um, I did. Um, Oh yeah, Paul Cartwright was uh, the first person I think I actually um, ever did like a, an in, uh, an intro to uh, voiceover. It was like a workshop. Mm -hmm. It was like um, maybe like a two to three hour thing uh, where it, he really broke down like how the whole voice acting industry works. You know, finding your way into voice acting and uh, the, just even. Uh, the the equipment you know that mm -hmm. is needed to get the industry standard audio but without completely breaking the bank you know just cost effective ways of doing things and so yeah um he had this really great way, uh, workshop at a low price you know it wasn't like pushy pushy or anything like that but he has won awards he has done so many different types of uh, uh voice acting and I believe he's directing. He's gone on to do great things, you know, as well. Um, yeah. Uh, so big shout out to Paul Cartwright. Um, but yeah, uh, at times I do. Um, uh, you, well, I have done like the odd workshop. I mean, I think one of the scariest ones was uh, with um, pa uh, Pat Brady as hmm. well, um, who was uh, a very big like uh, casting uh, director. She, yeah, I think she... She had gotten so many people jobs that like, uh, well, voiceover work for like Disney and DreamWorks and all of that. And um, I knew that she was like a heavy hitter. And um, and, and so uh, I knew that uh, there was this workshop that was coming up, uh, like limited spaces. And um, and I knew that I may get pummeled. <laughs> you know, so that it, it, as it was scary, I knew it was worth doing. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so I actually got very much encouraged, you know, by it, even though I was good. quite at the beginning, you know, so that was really good. Shout out to Pat Brady for giving it to me you know, <laughs> in a good way because of her. Um, I did go on to um, do my own impressions demo, you know, that I put on my website as well because I was yeah. too nice whether to do it or not. And she confirmed, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, because of one of her suggestions, I ended up doing Ray Romano on it as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah yeah because she said there's a certain texture to your voice you yeah know, that i feel like you could do very much because you knew i could do an american yeah american accents and everything mm -hmm, um right. yeah so uh ray romano ended up on my uh you know where i'm like yeah demo you know like that. <laughs> so um <laughs> um but then uh oh yeah the last person that um uh i studied with uh i think it was the only person um who trained me one-to-one -one. i did five sessions with her and i've become good friends with her now angela malhotra and she is um 
the way I describe her, she is like your football coach. You know, she, I needed her to be real with me. You know, I knew that she would be real with me, but in a way that would help me. Mm. You know, yeah, to not just kind of say, no, you're just bad at this, you know, or something, you know, like uh, I've come across one or two people that do that to people. It's not great. It's not great. It doesn't help them, you know, because mm. um, uh, she uh, she's she does so much like on screen and uh, and off screen, like just voice work, you know, as well. And um, and yeah, as uh, part of like, a, yeah, the TV guild and everything. But uh yeah, uh, I knew I wanted something to change with the way I was auditioning, the way I was performing these characters. It feel, it felt like something was off. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I needed something to change. And she helped me figure out what it was, how to get myself grounded, you know, mm -hmm. in the characters and just basically transformed me. So since taking her classes, even the things I do for social media now, she even sees a change. You know, as well. Um, so when you do come across, uh, yeah, uh, great tutors like that, remember them. <laughs> oh, know? yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. of course. Yeah. It, it, uh, some of the things that you've said, it really stresses the importance of not only associating yourself with the right people, but getting in front of the right people. Yeah. Uh, like you said, mm -hmm. take that chance and, and jump in there. And casting directors are so important uh, when they have these workshops, because if, especially these that are highly active, they can give you more insight into a lot of things than sometimes a a voice actor who's coaching. There, there is a difference between the two, and I think a lot of people miss out on that. Oh yeah, um, you know, even here, Maryland listener is one of those that I've been to, and and it's a totally different approach uh, when when I worked with her than it was in working with you know Brad or or Mark or whoever, but, um, yeah, you got to get yourself in front of the right people if you want to move. I yes. think that's important. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I think that's even why that that's part of the reason why, um, getting into the habit of really connecting, you know, with your fellow voice artists, you know, just is so beneficial. You know, you, at times you don't know what you don't know. And, um, mm. like for instance, one of my friends I studied with, um, uh, I, I really celebrated this for her because she um, she posted that she uh, she was about to uh, do her first um, dubbing job, mm. you know, like yeah, just for uh, I think it was for like a movie or something like that. And so she was so excited, and I was so proud of her. And I remember talking to her, reaching out to her, and asking her, "Did you get this through an agent or something like that?" And she she told me that she did this workshop uh, with uh, Seven Holdings Media. You know, it was like just a one-hour workshop uh, with this couple in uh, uh, L.A., Fanny and uh, Max. And um, she ended up on the roster because of what she managed to do, you know. Mm -hmm. with it. And, mm -hmm. um, Very cool. So uh, I did that, actually. And um, and it was announced, like, uh, shortly into the workshop that, um, well, after she kind of got to know, like, a bit more about me, she kind of paused and said that, um, um, you know, I want to know more about your background. I mean, have you ever done this or have you ever done that or, you know, and, and, and everything. So I shared with her because I just hear her through um, my headphones and I was seeing the clip that they would play in real time just on my secondary monitor and everything. And she said, you know, cause I'm just letting you know now, I'm putting you on my roster, you know, because 
you know, you, you're taking the direction and it feels like you're, you're naturally doing this little emotional nuances, you know, I'm asking for, you know, and everything. And so when she put me down in like a certain age range as well, and because uh, originally she was, um, she was trying not to have me veer too far away from my natural voice. Mm-hmm. But because she found I could take direction, now she was interested to hear me go into a full-fledged like American accent. Yeah. And so when I when I did that, um, yeah, she she knew that. Um, okay, yeah, I I I can trust you. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. with that, you know, that it will work and everything. And um, yeah, so I think that is through communicating. You know, with yeah, with friends and just uh, them sharing the intel as i do you know with them as well anything to give them a leg up as well and encourage mm-hmm. them yeah yeah and yeah, associ- association is king and people um you know i see posts all the time on facebook and linkedin why are you friending or, or asking all these voice actors why are you accepting you know you should be looking for clients on here but you know what you have to have both Yes. You know, you have to have both. And mm-hmm. and if you don't build a community, you know, there's a huge voiceover community, but you have to build your own tribe, your mm-hmm. own community. Yeah. And that's that's all we're doing uh, by, by doing these things. Interesting. I did have one one question, and we've talked a lot about animation and, and such as that. What about on the commercial side? How is that? Has that taken off for you at all? Or are you auditioning a lot for commercial work or how is that going? Uh, the commercial side hasn't completely taken off for me Um yeah, because um, that's one of the things I still plan to do to um, to get quite intensive um, training, you know, in commercials. Um, and uh, and I know that's something I want to do. Um, um, yeah, because I'm focusing on one field, you know, just uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. for now in terms of the training. But that's not to say that, uh, you know, I'm... Um, uh, I'm not like uh, auditioning for commercials. It's like narrations and commercials. Um, so... I I think if nothing else, I did a a commercial for somebody's uh, podcast. that got featured, you know, on there. Oh, um, I have some. I've done some um, uh, narration work, you know, as well, and I've got a couple of narration jobs coming up as well. And then, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, even uh, for my uh, uh, commercial demo. Um, I don't know. It's one of those subjects, you know, that some voice actors are uh, torn over because um, obviously doing a demo is a lot of money. And um, so I, for instance, have like, uh, well, I paid for my um, animation demo, uh, but for my my commercial demo, I knew that that was something that agencies really look out for. Right. You know, as well, Uh, just to properly hear what you sound like, the fact you can do commercials and um so um, I actually, uh, I, I yeah, I actually did mine myself, but I it wasn't completely alone because I spoke to one or two uh, close friends, yeah, voice actors, who have done a lot of commercials, who are very experienced in this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, so they gave me their um, their direction, you know, their their feedback, you know, they would mm-hmm. uh, have sessions with me, you know, and everything, and uh, 
yeah, even one of my veteran uh, voice actor friends, you know, uh, would give me feedback, you know, when I'll do like a first edit and mm -hmm. yeah, maybe have that one first, you know, or maybe kind of bring the music up just a bit more there, you know, in the background or whatever. And because um, right. I'll take uh, sample scripts, but reword them, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, and uh, you know what? Um, I did, um, I do have two agents now. Oh, yeah. great. With two agencies and I have an entertainment manager and uh, yeah, and, and it's working. And I know at some point, uh, you know, it, yeah, when when I do uh, get the funds, you know, it'll get switched up again. Things will do get updated, you know. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. We're always mm. having to make improvements here and there and whatnot, mm. for sure. So let me ask you this, because one of the things about our podcast is, that I, like I said earlier, we came out of an accountability group essentially. Like uh, we just we were with a little bit bigger group, and then the three of us kind of came together. And and while we're still active in this other group. We the three of us pretty much talk every day, and even if it's brief, it's just you know we kind of keep each other up to date. Sometimes we might get a little discouraged, and the other two will pick the other one up, kind of thing, or at least try to. Do you have anything like that on your end? Do you have any kind of small groups that you're a part of that that you guys help encourage each other, or you know, I mean, like you were just saying, you know, you'll send um, you know audio files of like a commercial read to some of your voice actor friends, and they'll you know, give you feedback on it, but do you have like a set group or an accountability group, so to speak, that you're a part of that, that just is there to help keep you, your spirits lifted during voiceover? Because like a lot of jobs in the entertainment industry, they can be very easy to get down on yourself unless, you know, because booking things are sometimes far and few between, you know? Mm, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, funny enough, um, I joined one probably a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, the, the, the funny thing is that I, I was giving my friend a video call on the, on Instagram and, um, and basically, uh, faced the camera towards his screen and, uh, he was, uh, yeah, just in the zoom with a couple of our mutual friends. I was like, Oh, hi guys. Like, uh, I said, <laughs> yeah, this is our accountability group. And it says, all right, uh, this is kind of weird talking to you. And he said, and he's like, uh, oh no guys, should I let him in? Should I let him in? <laughs> 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 yeah. And, um, so, uh, yeah. Um, uh, so don't feel bad, but tonight is, uh, the night we usually meet. But <laughs> they know. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for waiting for us. You know? <laughs> yeah, but they know I'm here on this podcast, and um, mm -hmm. so. Um, uh, but I am determined to meet up with them um, next week. Even I'm going to be in Germany uh, for my. Oh over wow! <laughs> yeah, meeting uh, my colleagues uh, at my other job for the first time in person, and so um, that's great. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, uh, but that's when I'll. Um, uh, yeah, I look to Zoom with them while I'm there. Isn't technology great? Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 it is yeah. certainly. Yes, Take my is. microphone as well and everything. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as I'll be there for a few days. So, um, yeah, mm. it's very important to have an accountability group. Indeed, yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, uh, sharing stuff, even when you you do have the frustrations, you know, mm -hmm. with like a voiceover. Mm -hmm. um, but not only that, I found you know it's just even um, the frustrations out of uh, outside of voiceover, you know, and it may kind of start to affect like uh, just how you're feeling with like trying to make time for these auditions and things like that, and right, uh, yeah, just kind of helps to get it out in a safe space. Yep. So it's yep. good to mm -hmm. have that. Mm. Absolutely, uh, the um, the opposite that we see sometimes in some of these groups 
the, the same person or people always talking down a platform or, you know, I, I don't even know why people waste their money doing this and this, you know, and I really hate to see that. It's such a positive community overall. And then uh, that's a good thing for the group. I mean, we do that sometime. We'll be upset over something and we'll jump on a call and we'll talk through it. And, you know, we don't go public with everything. And yeah. I think that's another good thing of having a small group and having some people, uh, like you said, that you can vent to. It helps. Well, it helps that they relate and everything and that they understand your frustrations because, I mean, you can't exactly go to your family all the time and, and, and then start, ex, you know, expressing yourself and then kind of not having an, really any idea what, what you're talking about. Come yeah. on. <laughs> my, wife, my wife loves talking about voiceover. Come oh, I'm on. sure she does. Oh, I'm my sure gosh. Does. I see her rolling her eyes every time I take my phone out. She goes, oh, he's going to play another sample. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Same with my that's a cool. yeah is. yeah and they want to be they want to be proud of you and they right. are to other yeah. people i yes. have heard her many times you know yes. say you just you really should hear his voice it's so fantastic and blah blah blah, blah. but she's got to live it, with but it. at home i think she's like okay that's enough <laughs> it yeah happens. yeah you yeah, play that sample that. and she rolls her eyes and then five minutes later she sends it to all her friends yeah check, uh, this check what my husband just did yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, even with my fiance, uh, you know, she um, uh, she she really does like the fact that I do voiceover and even these animated characters and things like that. Because at times, um, if she sees something that she thinks is just like really cool, um, you know, she she shows it to me or she kind of says that you know what I think you should do that. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. she she was a reason why I actually revoiced uh, the opening scene to the DreamWorks movie, The Bad Guys. I where I just did both parts. Uh, this uh, fox character talking with a snake character. I saw no, no, that. Wolf, yeah, wolf and a snake. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very pulp fiction. Just very chilled. Just them at a diner, just talking. <laughs> and it's because she saw the opening of the movie while I was falling asleep on the couch, and she showed me the next day on YouTube. Uh-huh. And she was smiling watching it, and she said, "I just love it." And I was trying to figure out what it was, and it's because. They sounded like real people. They didn't sound like cartoon characters. It was right. just two yeah. best friends who clearly had history, right? You know, like that. <laughs> so she loves that side of things, you know. But then at times, obviously, you know, with um, if she's just been sorting something else out, or you know, whatever, uh, just been in the middle of something else, and uh, and you know, your you, your partner is like one of those uh, that maybe that person. You like the go-to person you want to show to first, you know, yes, like that right. shared, like it's, right. you know, this thing that excites you, you know, like that. So then at times, you know, I kind of get a little bit of like, okay, all right. Oh, can you just let me sit down for five minutes first? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you understand it. It's kind of like, yeah. okay, Chris, oh, yeah. just settle down. Right? You don't keep just getting out your phone, just showing her all the time. <laughs> so there are times afterwards I feel a little bit sorry for her, you know. But <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all got to read the yeah. room when it's appropriate to share our yeah. samples with our mm-hmm. loved ones. Yeah. yeah. We lose I- ourselves so easily, <clears throat> you know, yeah. with oh, yeah. it. That's because of our excitement for what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a brother-in-law that I can tell he detests the fact that I don't have a real job anymore. I can just tell. (laughs) Detest out of jealousy or detest out of the fact that I think I think it's out of the fact that there's, you know, and this is between us, there's not a creative bone in his body. He's one of those, you know, business-focused, this-focused, that-focused. And, you know, if somebody had him, you know, sit down and draw a picture, it would be a stick man. 
You know, there will be nothing extra. So, and I think that's part of it. And people don't, you know, non-creative people don't get creative people sometimes. They Mm -hmm. just don't understand why they are like they are. Yeah. But that's okay. He's still a good guy, but I can tell sometimes when I'm talking about it, he's like rolling his eyes. Like, I don't know. You know, he finally got something to do. Finally got a job, maybe. Thank God. But (laughs) yeah, we'll just just keep this between us and. In our podcast yeah. listeners. Then, yeah. He, so yeah. clearly he doesn't <laughs> listen to the podcast. Oh, I'm sure he doesn't listen. I'm not oh, worried yeah. about it. Yeah, um, podcast he, list, listeners, just keep it yeah. between yourselves. Okay. Yeah. That's, nobody that's tell that's Troy's right. brother yeah, if, right. if you know him. <laughs> um, you just reminded me of something, Troy, when you said that, you know, if you asked him to make a drawing, you'd probably draw a stick man. Um, like I said in the beginning of this, Chris is, is also an animator. And I think during uh, COVID, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, you would put out these, like, do these, like, little live videos on Instagram where you would draw a Disney character, like, while people were watching you. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I actually did. Um, that was, uh, you know, it, it, it was something that I remember I, I I, I did even when I was a when when I was a child. Uh, I would like to draw. Well, I enjoyed drawing like even Disney characters like on the a school bus, and it used to take me ages mm-hmm. you know, to do. Um, but then I got quicker when um, the younger kids would make requests. You know, could you draw me Mickey Mouse? You know, or something. Yeah. And um, yeah, but naturally, as an animator, and always like studying animation, kind of growing up, I was doing lots of drawing. I even experienced doing some hand drawn animation. So when it came to lockdown. Um, I was actually apart from uh, my uh, my partner Kirsty um, for about thirteen weeks straight. We couldn't see mm-hmm. each other because of COVID. And um, oh wow, yeah, yeah, which was a difficult time. And obviously, <clears throat> well, as I was stuck in this uh, loft apartment, you know, just by myself, you know, as mm-hmm. well uh, all that time. Um, yeah, one of the things that did help um, w- the mental health side of things, I decided that yeah, once a week, um, yeah, on the same day, I will draw a Disney character. So I decided I'll start doing that, but I would have my phone just over my shoulder and it will be streaming live on Facebook. Yeah. And so people could come and just watch the process as I'm talking to them. I'm playing music in the background. And and uh, and I think after the first couple of weeks, uh, because Kirsty is constantly communicating with me digitally from uh, two hours away, uh, she, she came up with this idea and said that uh, there is... There's this uh, like spin the wheel thing, like on Google. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I ended up um, putting down all these different like Disney characters, you know, as well. So people would show up. I would literally spin the digital wheel, and that would determine who I was going to be drawing that day. Oh, okay, that's really <laughs> yeah. cool to get the audience involved and stuff too. So yeah, so it was either like Simba or Bambi or you know Mulan, Pocahontas, anything like that, you know. And mm-hmm. I went through quite a few, you know. So yeah, that was quite right. Yeah, that's fun. That's oh, the, by the way, the very sweet thing is that I received a couple of um, uh, messages because uh, um, some people who are watching their kids were actually drawing along with me, and even oh, wow. adults would draw along with me, and they would actually send me their results, which was so sweet. Wow. Super cool. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. Chris, you are just a totally like great guy. Like you're very positive, very kind, always willing to share and everything like that. Um, our time's about up uh for the episode, but before we go, is there anything you're working on now that you uh want to promote? Um, where can people find you? I know that you're on TikTok and Instagram. Are you anywhere else? What's your website? Just is there anything you want to share uh about where people can find you after this after they listen to this episode? Because I'm sure they're gonna wanna know more about you, especially if they don't already. 
but yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that? sure. I mean, first of all, I'll go through like where to find me. Let's see what I can get through. Okay. <laughs> so um, <laughs> like uh, Instagram and TikTok, and basically on the all the socials, uh, you can find me like all on one word, uh, Chris Woodworth VO, all one word. Okay. So yeah, the, that way you can find me on TikTok and, and Instagram post a lot on both of those um yeah um the usual um uh chris woodworth on linkedin if you want to follow me on there and okay yeah and everything but um but ultimately um the uh even the website is chris uh if you go to that the link to my socials are on there anyway as well and um yeah um i um i do have a, a digital workshop now that is um uh, available to purchase and uh, download okay um so to make it clear it's not literally like like teaching voice acting because me personally i don't have any business teaching voice acting because i've been in this for just over like two years you know you're gonna learn from someone learn you know from someone who has all like lots of credits you know mm -hmm. and have been, mm -hmm. been in the industry for a long time um the workshop i have it's how to create the voice acting study videos that i create because okay. it's been adapted over time and i i share my methods you know there's uh there are files to download even a comprehensive pdf breakdown of the whole thing and wow working with another uh, voice actor and things to consider and the technicalities of things and you know as well and um yeah so i go through that and so you'll be able to uh, do what i do either using iMovie or um even CapCut, you know on your desktop or laptop you know right as well. right yeah the great thing about CapCut is it's available on mac and uh bc you know so it's great um so yeah there's all of that um and um yeah uh so uh on my social media um i i i i randomly do have like uh, uh videos and not just like tips and tricks and things like that, that i post but uh yeah just fun uh collaborations and i do have one in the works that uh don't mind mentioning to you like telling you about um because i'm working with um uh, a voice actor friend of mine in LA. We decided to do a scene from All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, it's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, and um, honestly, it has been one of the most emotional things I've ever done. Sure, you know, uh, because uh, um, I did my take, you know, of uh, Charlie saying goodbye to well, Charlie the dog, yeah, saying goodbye to the little girl um, Anne Marie, and uh, yeah, the uh, my voice actor friend. Calls by goes by the name Still Still Clouds. Um, said to me, "Have you um, do do you know the story behind uh, you know the the actress who voiced the little girl?" And I said, "I don't." And I found out about it, and then I realized, "Oh, I have to uh, do this again." Oh, and um, so basically, um, that was her last acting role at the yeah. age of ten, because her life was taken by her father in 1988 mm -hmm. and uh, 89 that's when the movie came out so i can imagine they had kind of uh, altered uh, certain things maybe even with that scene like more of a tribute a goodbye to her so it was so difficult for me to get through a take feeling wow. like i was just talking to judith mm -hmm. without shedding tears <clears throat> sure. and you gotta hold yourself back because you don't want to upset this little girl you know you need to kind of kill the blow you know mm -hmm. for her but even though it's kind of killing you inside, you know, that's Charlie. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's probably going to be out like in the uh, two or three weeks time, maybe or something, you know. And Excellent. 
but wow yeah that was like a uh yeah an acting experience with the microphone for me yeah Wow. Well, we're, we're looking forward to seeing that. And uh, again, I just want to say thanks for being so willing to jump on here and talk with us tonight. Tell your accountability group, sorry, but not sorry, because <laughs> we were privileged to have you. And then have a great time when you go to Germany, man, and meeting up some, with some of those folks as well. So thanks again, Chris. Thank I you. really appreciate it. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Really cool to be here with you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, absolutely. Chris. We enjoyed it. Thanks. You bet. All right. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to It's Another VO Podcast. I'm Alden Schinnerberg. And I'm Jake the Snake. No, you are not. Settle down. All right, all right, all right. I'm Jake Sanders. And I'm Troy Holden. Join us weekly as we spill the beans about our challenges being full-time struggling voice actors. Yeah, and by the way, my girlfriend says you two better get it together because she doesn't want me carrying you two on this podcast. Sayeth the voiceover rookie himself, but be sure and join us on the next episode because I guarantee it. Jake will do something worth hearing. And what do you mean by that? No, really, what does that mean? Dude, dude, let it go. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, where are you guys going? Hey, don't you kill the feed. Don't you dare kill the feed. Hey, where, where are you going, Alden? Troy, what are you... Are you... Come back!